It is 5.37 in the morning, but it's never too early to record a Dangerous Sports Talk episode for you guys, so what's up everybody, it's Be Dangerous back again of course. A lot of shit to cover today, definitely a lot of shit, but before we get into that, please do me a favor and go follow me DB Dangerous on Instagram at Twitter at DB Dangerous. Also follow Dangerous Sports Talk, the Facebook page, and the podcast as well. On Spotify, whatever podcasts are available. Now, I had quite the eventful day yesterday. I watched the tail beginning of the Lakers game, but I'm like, my body said, no, you have to go to sleep because I have to be at work in a couple of hours. So that's what I did. I went to sleep. However, when I woke up, I see something that I didn't expect to see. I seen a 40-point Laker win over the talkative-ass Memphis fucking Grizzlies. Desmond Bain has so much to say. Fucking Ja has so much to say. And all this shit started with him. Memphis started to decline as soon as Ja said they were fine in the West. Well, the West showed you how fine you were. And Dylan Brooks said that it would be great to face the Lakers in the playoffs so they can eliminate them. Well, where's all that energy now? Where's all that big willy bullshit that y'all was talking all damn season? And this team, I already knew, was fucking immature. And it was going to take someone to humble them. And it absolutely could not be sweeter. It couldn't have been sweeter. That it happened to be the very team that they didn't respect in the first damn place. But let's get into the stats really quick. We got D'Lo off the bench with 31 points. But someone else from Ohio, he had 22. AD had 16, 14, and 5 blocks. And literally, nobody seen this coming. But honestly, as much shit as I sat through this season... And beyond with the Lakers, I don't expect nobody to respect shit. I truly don't. I don't expect no fucking respect. I don't expect anybody to give the Lakers props. But those are the same people that would have been the first ones to pop ass and talk all types of shit. If if this series would have went seven games. Well, I'm... Very happy to tell you that you motherfuckers don't get your way this time. Because the way the Lakers started the season off, 2-10, it was big tee-hee-hees then. But now that they've beaten the second seed as a fucking seventh seed. Like, they were in the play-ins. The Lakers and Miami, those are the two play-in teams. And both of them are going to the second fucking round. And nobody expected that to happen. And of course, I already know what people got to say as well. The series is rigged. Memphis gave them that game. Well, if, they, if, this, if the shoe was on the other foot, would the Lakers have given Memphis that game if they lost by 40 fucking points? Since we going there. Would you have the same energy if this were Memphis doing the ass whooping? Because I was one of the people, I know that, that just knew Memphis was going to win. But they did what they've been doing best. They started to run their fucking mouths. And that alone 
was enough motivation for the Lakers to put them away in six. If you run your mouth more than you shoot jump shots, more than what you play defense, and more than you actually win, it's never going to end well in your favor. Because this Memphis Grizzlies team is filled with talent, true enough. But they are also filled with a lot of fucking immaturity. And nobody's going to sit up here and act like they're not. You just wanted Memphis to beat the fucking Lakers, so Laker fans, I'm sorry, not even Laker fans, Latois fans can be humbled. Well, guess what? The motherfuckers can be humbled because we don't claim them. We don't claim Latois fans. We don't claim the Witnesses. Because they're only there for one person. We know. And they're not going to show the Lakers any respect fucking regardless. But that's another story for another day. If your mouth runs more than you make shots, more than you play defense, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? And honestly, I have no sympathy for Memphis. Because nobody would have any sympathy if this was the Lakers. If they were the ones losing by 40 fucking points in the damn playoffs... How much sympathy would the Lakers get? Or how much grace would they get? Absolutely fucking none. When they lost game five, everybody was ready for a Memphis rally. But then when the Lakers shoved back and they won, the same people don't got shit to say now. They're just sitting there praying and wishing and waiting to see who's going to win the um, Warriors and Kings series. And then get get on their bloody knees and beg for them to beat the Lakers there too. And I was just asked, like not even too long ago, which team did I see the Lakers matching up with? Well, you can't sleep on the Young Queens, also known as the Sacramento Kings. And you can absolutely not sleep on Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors either. Now, in a perfect world, I would have seen them matching up with Golden State because obviously the Lakers have size and so do the Warriors. You got Draymond in the fucking middle doing what he does. And here's the crazy thing is about Draymond Green. He can stomp out certain players on different teams and nobody will really say anything. But I guarantee you if he does the same thing against the Lakers if or if he did the same thing against the Lakers, everybody would condone it. They would absolutely condone it because of who the team actually is. But since it was Sacramento or whatever, he's a dirty player. He needs to be suspended and all this other shit. But you would be cool if, if he stomped out AD or stomped the twat out. So don't give me that dirty player when one is okay and the other one isn't. But, like I said, this Lakers-Memphis series, I'm going to soak it up. Because I don't expect nobody to respect my ass. I don't know, but I don't expect anyone to respect the fact that the Lakers did the unthinkable and beat the number two seed as a seventh seed and they weren't even expected to get this far and as much shit as I've seen this season alone I got every reason to show my entire black ass and it's fruition so to Ja to Desmond Bain and of course, to Celie Brooks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. To Dylan Brooks. All three of y'all. Get your game up and your maturity to go up. 
And since you wouldn't have had sympathy for the Lakers if you won, all of y'all can go blow yourselves. Literally all of y'all. And the team that you wanted to beat so bad, beat you before in a regular season. Now, how poetic is it that that same team that you did not respect, Dylan Brooks, beat you by 40? And you said that you wouldn't respect nobody until they gave you 40? Well, here the fuck you go. Gift wrapped, signed, sealed, delivered. It's yours. So take that 40-point loss. Whoop that trick. And I'm sure he'll be going overseas next next summer. Well, this summer. And yeah. This like event is going to show her ass. I'm going to troll. I'm going to do everything that I possibly can. <coughs> Excuse me. To show people that I haven't went anywhere. And never fucking will. So, to those who want the Lakers to lose... Pucker up and just suck it. But that's enough of Memphis versus Lakers. Let's go to NFL. We got Mr. Lamar Jackson. He got his money with a 200, $260 million bag with $185 million guaranteed, making him the highest paid NFL player. Now, I already knew that was going to happen, and I would have hoped it happened. Because if Baltimore didn't find it somewhere in them to pay this man, they were going to be asked out. Completely asked out. And with Jalen Hurts getting paid, with Lamar Jackson getting paid, then the NFL draft happened last night as well. I'm sorry, the night before last, the first round. The first three draft picks, three out of the five draft picks, were black quarterbacks. And you know, you guys absolutely know, that we support black quarterbacks over here. Absolutely 100%. And one of those quarterbacks was C.J. Shroud, my OSU kid. And just to see how much stock has risen in black quarterbacks in the last couple of years, especially this year, it's a damn beautiful thing to see. Because we're used to the all-American good old boys who are the quarterbacks. And most of them happen to be the greatest players in NFL history. But to see so many black quarterbacks actually come into the league and revolutionize the position itself, it's always a cool thing to see because nobody really expects the black, the black guys to be the um, quarterbacks. Like, they would expect a guy to be a running back or a wide receiver or a tight end. Depending on your build and depending on your skill set, they would expect you to be anything but a black quarterback. So to see the black quarterback revolution in the NFL right now, it's cool as hell. And I definitely want to see what these kids have. Also, in some WNBA news, we got Brittany Griner saying that she no longer wants to play overseas. Except when she goes over to play with Team USA. And honestly, after everything that she had been through over there, I don't expect I don't expect her to play overseas either. And why the hell would she want to? She literally went through hell. 
her time over in Russia. And just knowing that she's back home and will it, and she's able to play in the upcoming WNBA season is nothing short of great. And I already know she excuse me. I already know she's gonna beast it out. Because Brittany Griner is one of those players that you can absolutely not turn your back on because she is, let's see, who would I put her with? Like she's tall as hell. She can actually dunk. And she has the skill set to get shit done. So she will be like Elisa Leslie slash who would I even put her put her with? A hybrid Elisa Leslie and a very skinny young version of let's see. Michelle Snow. Yeah, she played for the for the Tennessee um played for Tennessee when she was in college. And that's what she reminds me of. So a hybrid of both of them with the skill set of whatever. And it's pretty damn cool to see Brittany Griner playing back with her team. Because I know she's been itching. Itching to play some WNBA ball. And I know the WNBA season is not going to start until the summer. But I want to go see the Las Vegas Aces. Since we don't have a professional team in Cleveland anymore, unfortunately... That means I got to go elsewhere to watch WNBA games. And since the Vegas Aces are the hottest thing going right now, hey, why not? Definitely got to go see that. What do we got? Uh, let's see. Oh, also, in college sports, we got Haley Van Lith transferring to LSU to play with Miss Angel Reese. I'm like, oh. I guess the girls are doing it in college now. And we know Angel Reese has a lot of talent. She can play her ass off. She can ball her ass off. So naturally, she is going to draw attention from other players who want to play with her so they can get their ring. And that's absolutely no problem. If she feels like that's what's best for her, then hey, I say go for it. Plus, she might, she may or may not have changed her major. I don't really know how that works exactly. But I would hope that you would transfer for the LSU for more than just basketball. Because we know basketball are the girls' lives there. So, for her sake, I would hope that she would want to either change her major and really do this for her. And not just for the basketball team, because we know college is about getting the education and all the all that good stuff, getting your degree. Like, got to be a positive role model to young girls. We know that. But if you change your major, hey, do what's best for you. Like, I don't have anything against it. I'm not knocking it. But it's just cool to see another player wanting to play with Miss Angel Reese. And I think she's a sophomore? I want to say she's a sophomore. I could be wrong on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but definitely want to see what the ladies are going to do this upcoming year. And what else we got? Yeah, I went in for 15 minutes. So I think this show is in the books. I already knew I was going to have to go in about the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies because so many people, so many people want the Lakers to lose so they can pop ass and talk their shit. But when the Lakers win, 
it's literally a ghost town. Like, I could drop a pin in the room, and I would be able to hear that shit. It was so fucking quiet. Because it's easy, way easy, to talk shit and troll the Lakers when they lose. But when they win, I got every reason to go the hell off. I got every reason to troll because nobody would have had any type of sympathy if this was the Lakers losing. So I don't want nobody to tell me shit about going in on on Memphis because guess what? You had no problems calling people old. You had no problem saying that you poke bears. And like I said, it started with I'm fine in the West. And it took the team that you didn't respect one one little bit or whatsoever during the season or the playoffs. It took them to humble you. And this is very sweet. So I'm going to slurp this down with everything that I have in me. And those who going to look at me sideways and tell me it was rigged for the Lakers, trust me. Save your breath for someone who gives a fuck. Please save your breath. And save your shallow shade in the same reductive shit that you would say if the Lakers lost or not. And just knowing that nobody respects this Lakers team only makes me rep harder. So, literally, like, people are, are in a no-win situation. And it's like, the more people, more folks complain about the Lakers doing this and that, the harder I rep and the harder I talk and the more shit I spew. So, hey... You want to hate the Lakers? Hate it. hate it. Hate it until your heart is content. I welcome it. And just knowing that I'm that I'm feeling myself, oh, okay, yeah. I'm really about to go in. Because I, I already see it coming. I see it coming. It's 5 o'clock in the morning right now, but still. I just know I'm going to get more people talking. But, hey, you wanted some? Like, you want it? You got it. And I keep telling people to try that luck with a real one. But, as usual, people won't try their luck with me because they know they'll get more than what they bargained for. They want the delusional, coddling-ass Laker fans. B ain't that. Because I'll give you exactly the smoke you seek and deserve. And I have no problem standing in a win or loss. So, hey, we can do this. Whatever team is going to be playing the Lakers... Between Sacramento and Golden State, bring it. Because I'm ready. And on that note, I'm going to get my ass out of here. I had to fill some space up so I can get to 19 minutes. As always, thank you guys for your love and support for Dangerous Sports Talking for me, Be Dangerous. Also, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Be Dangerous. Follow Dangerous Sports Talk, the Facebook page, and the podcast on Spotify and wherever podcasts are available. And on that note, I am out of here. Peace.